Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is another Liberty from Captivity podcast. I am your host, Kelly Ward. Today is Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. This is episode number 19, and the title of today's show is Practical Self-Deliverance Part 3, Battle Plan Documents. In the previous episode, we discussed the documents titled Our Authority and Problem List. Your authority is important because it's something delegated to us as believers by Jesus. Therefore, we must use it for ministry in order to be successful. The problem list is a common list of issues seen in deliverance that you can use to document your problem areas. This list forms part of the battle plan for your freedom. In this episode, I want to discuss the documents titled Door Openers and Door Closing Prayer because they are closely related to each other. If you're unfamiliar with what we call door openers, you can listen to episode three, Deliverance Basic Series Part Two, Open Doors. But in a nutshell, the concept is is that we are a tripartite being just like God is. We are made up of body, soul, and spirit. At salvation, our spirits are inhabited by Holy Spirit. Following salvation is a sanctification process that God takes each and every one of us through, if you submit, to help you work on your body and soul. As a Christian, a demon cannot reside in your spirit. That's where Holy Spirit lives. But they can, the demons, can reside in your soul and flesh. You can walk into almost any church and find people who have issues or diseases they're struggling with that are no doubt likely demonic. Nowhere in the Bible does it state that demons that we have pre-salvation leave automatically post-salvation. If the church was doing what Jesus said in the Great Commission, particularly in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18, deliverance would occur as part of the salvation experience or shortly thereafter. And I'll just read uh, Mark 16, verses 15 through 18 to you. This is from the New King James Version. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And by the way, I just want to insert here that there was a movie just recently released about cessationists and their stance that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for today. Well, then how can you explain this passage of Scripture? It's pretty clear. The answer is, you can't. You're either a believer or you're not. If you're a believer, then these signs should follow. I know that he was talking to the disciples here, but disciples, that yes, they were believers, but we're believers today too. Believers covers anybody who believes on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But anyway, I digress. But the point that I want to make here is, is that you shouldn't have to struggle or wrestle with demonic influence for years on end. This is one of the biggest reasons why Christians struggle with sin is because they were never delivered of what I call, quote-unquote, carryover demons. In other words, they carry over from your unsaved state 
to your safe state in your body or soul or both, but not in your spirit. Therefore, you end up in a continual struggle against things and no amount of prayer, no amount of counseling will do anything for it. You can try as you might. You can have willpower all day long and fight against it. And yeah, and you can be successful, but we were never called to manage our demons. Jesus said to cast them out. So with that out of the way, I want to go over the door openers list so that you can become familiar with some common door openers. Now, this list is by no means an exhaustive list. It's just a list of things that we commonly see in deliverance ministries. It works on pretty much anybody as far as needing to repent for these things. But there may be some things that are specific that may not be covered on this list. And that's okay. Holy Spirit can reveal that to you. So uh, let, let's just have a look at this document here. Um, and I'm sharing my screen so you can see this here on the video. Um, and I'm not going to read all of these. There's just a list of about 16 of them here. But I do want to highlight uh, some that I think are uh, very important. All of them are important, but some of them are probably, I would say, paramount. Uh, number one, ignoring the need to be born again. Uh, on this one, I ordinarily would not minister deliverance to somebody who is not a Christian. Yes, it can be done. Uh, but for reasons I don't want to get into in this episode, I normally wouldn't do that. Uh, unrepentant sin. Okay, yeah, if you don't repent, that's going to leave a wide open door. You have to repent. Unforgiveness is probably one of the biggest door openers of all. And you have to forgive others. And something that's sometimes overlooked is forgiving yourself. If you don't do these things, it will block your ministry. I wouldn't even move forward with ministry if either on yourself or somebody else if they're in a state of unforgiveness. Uh, there's some others on here like trauma. Trauma is one that if you're if you're relatively unfamiliar with deliverance, it probably wouldn't be obvious, but trauma can be a door opener because of the amount of fear or uh, let's say, for example, you got into a car accident. Obviously, that's going to be a traumatic event or maybe post-traumatic uh, post stress disorder. Maybe you were a veteran and you were uh, in a wartime scenario. Those kinds of things really, it's, it's, it, is, it is a spiritual thing. It's more than just physical. It's more than just emotional. It's spiritual too. And those things can result in an open door. And so those traumas need to be healed. And curses, we've talked a little bit about curses. Uh, some people think that, uh, that just, yes, Jesus did, Jesus did become a curse on the cross, yes. But that's something that you have to appropriate. In other words, it's not automatic. It's the same thing as if I were, if I were to give you a $100 check. Well, it's no, that, that check is, is meaningless. It's no more than it's worth no more than the paper it's printed on. If you just keep it in your desk drawer somewhere, you actually you have to take it to the bank. You have to do something with it. You have to appropriate it, and then it's worth something. It's the same way with breaking a curse, and I've covered that. I forget which episode it is, but I did cover extensively 
uh, curses. I think I did like three episodes on it, actually. Um, ungodly soul ties is another open door. And satanic assignments. I would highly encourage you on a daily basis to make sure that you cancel satanic assignments no matter what. So this list, the purpose of this list is just to give you an idea of some of the things to look for and some of the things that you need to repent for. There are some Bible verses to go along with pretty much all of these and so that you can study this uh, for yourself. Okay, now that we've covered these common door openers, let's talk about now the door closing prayer. This prayer, although a lengthy prayer, it covers a multitude of sins, but at a, a kind of at a generic level. This means that it's not specific. There are some specific things in there, but there are some things that are in it that need to be tailored by Holy Spirit. But the idea behind this is, is that it greatly reduces the demonic manifestations that you see commonly in ministries. When I'm ministering at deliverance ministries, uh, it's pretty rare actually that I hear somebody screaming or or some or demons manifesting through a person. It's normally fairly routine. It's not usually loud or obnoxious or anything like that. And so I know that it works. And the reason behind this is simple. It's because deliverance is a repentance-based ministry because it involves what we refer to as legal rights. And I discussed this at length in episode two titled Foundations of Deliverance. But basically, God has a heavenly courtroom system where Jesus is your advocate and, devil, and the devil is the prosecuting attorney. He brings up your sins before the Father. Jesus comes in when you repent because his blood covers your sins with repentance and forgiveness. So if you want to get free, you need to repent, forgive others, and forgive yourself. And with that, let me show you this prayer. I don't want to go through it completely because it's very long, but I just want to show you some of the things in here that you need to be aware of because there's a, there's a couple of spaces in here where Holy Spirit needs to lead you through some of the more specific aspects of this. So with that, let me go to the door closing prayer. Okay, so you'll notice here just under the title door closing prayer, it says pray this out loud from your heart. And that is so vitally important. If you just pray it just silently, it's not going to really do much good. You have to pray it out loud. You need to make this a, a declaration. There's a, there's a verse in Proverbs. I think you pretty much all know it. I don't know if I'm going to quote it exactly, but life and death are in the power of the tongue. So you have to speak this. You have to declare this out loud. So as you do this, just go through it. State it out loud. Take your time with it. And let me go to the sections that I'm talking about. Okay, at the bottom of page one of this, you'll see here there's, uh, it says, um, I, let's see, whatever sin I may have in my life, I confess my sin now. I repent. I ask that you forgive me. Holy Spirit, show me, convict me of any specific sin. I ask that you forgive me. Help me, Holy Spirit. And then it says, pause for this. This is where you want Holy Spirit to show you specific things that you need to repent for that probably are not covered under this. I would say give yourself probably a good five to 10 minutes on this, maybe even more, just to make sure. And if you get to a point where you've gone five to 10 minutes or so or, and, and, and you don't get anything else from Holy Spirit, 
Okay, continue on with the prayer starting at the top of page two. And then the next place I believe that you're going to pause is if you go, I'm trying to look, give me just one moment because I'm scrolling through this to find it. I probably should have highlighted it to be honest with you. Um, okay, when you get to the bottom of page three, the top of page four, it says, let, uh, let Holy Spirit work on you uh, with you now. He is already starting to put names and faces into your mind. Let, let him take you through your family, your friends, places you have worked, school days, churches you've been in where you had hurt feelings. And the, the idea here is allow Holy Spirit to help you and to make sure that you don't have any unforgiveness in your life. This is especially important. And, and um, so allow him to do it. Again, take your time. When you feel a release, then at this point you have finished with the door closing prayer. If you've tried to go through this in just five minutes and say, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm done with it, it's probably not going to be effective. I would say the door closing prayer, when, when, you, when you go through it and take your time, I'm going to say it'll probably take you, I'm going to say about 25 to 30 minutes. And you may even want to have a, a pen and paper handy as you can, you know, if you need to write some names down of people you need to forgive or whatever, or if you already have a list prepared in advance. In fact, I would recommend you do that. You can just mark them off and as you've done it. So with that, that concludes this episode. In summary, we've covered the door openers and door closing prayer. These prayers are, uh, this, th these these steps are vitally crucial in your freedom and well worth your time and knowing how to apply all of this. In the next episode, I plan on going over the documents titled Self-Deliverance Guide and Repentance and Deliverance. And by the way, if you've already downloaded the Self-Deliverance Guide, I think I'm going to have to make some tweaks to it, and I probably will cover that in the next episode. There have been some things uh, recently, well, one thing recently uh, pertaining to inner healing uh, that I was praying about last year that I didn't have peace about. I didn't know what to do with it. And I think I'm going to revise that in the self-deliverance guide. I have to look at it because I don't remember how it's listed there. And I probably will also have to go back and revise uh, my one of my previous episodes on, on inner healing because there's a section that I think I need to remove there that I'm just not comfortable with. So be on the lookout for that too. I don't know when I'm going to do that, but I, I hope to do that soon. So anyway, if you have any questions or comments, you can post them at libertyfromcaptivity.com in the blog section for this specific episode. Also, if you want to contact me directly, please feel free to send me uh, an email at kelly at libertyfromcaptivity.com. Thank you for listening and watching. Have a great rest of the week and God bless you. He's right there to
So desperately need 